Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Quee here. We are going through every single Metallica song. I know I keep explaining what the format is, but just in case you've joined on Commando of all songs, we are going through the entirety of Metallica's back catalogue, putting them in alphabetical order. Guests galore on you know, each episode is having a guest, uh, you know, international, renowned or domestic or whatever. I'm just trying to get a conglomerate, really, of a fan base of, you know, in my opinion, the greatest band ever. Of course I'm biased. I'm doing a fucking podcast about Metallica. This is we're going through the entire discography of Metallica. Before we get into the guest, before we get into the song, a um, little bit of housekeeping. Get in touch with the show at Metallica Pod on Twitter. If you want to know about upcoming episodes, you want to you want to reach me. You want to see some humorous gifts of Jason Newstead. You know they're all there on the channel. Um, you can also get at me for more long form correspondence. MetallicaPod at gmail.com. Uh, like our guest today, you know you can get in touch with me and ask to be on the show. You know I'm happy to have people on the show. You know I, I need people on the show. They're the lifeblood of the show. So get in touch. Let me know what song you want to dig into pretty much anything sort of from h onwards which to be fair we're probably not recording for another year or so but you know you put on the excel sheet that's expanding daily and we will get to you eventually so yeah let me know metallicapod.gmail.com also anything else you know any sort of um just general appreciation for the band for the podcast anything interesting you've got to share please get in touch there as well and we have the patreon patreon.com forward slash alpha metallica i want to just thank everyone for supporting on there uh, john sturm i just saw supported thank you so much man john came on to do carpe diem baby which is a great episode he's going to come back on i believe we're doing dragon um which i'm just uh, please someone come on to do lulu songs with me i do not want to do another one alone um so uh it's quite it's quite a frightening prospect so yeah shout out to john for supporting shout out to everyone for supporting on the patreon basically what the patreon does is it gives you sort of premium bonus access to content that's not going to come out on the channel for a few weeks a few months at the time of us recording this um two great things are on that i'm really excited to release on the main channel as a whole uh, the beginning of a new series going through metallica's entire music video back catalog uh, myself and sam wiles great friend of mine we originally did a tom waits podcast together he's been on this podcast before we did injustice for all i believe uh, we're sort of going through the videos um, picking through them you know with a real sort of cinema verite sort of appreciation there so check that out also me and dave who's been on the show many times reviewed the mtv icon metallica's mtv icon special so yeah yeah, there's a patron leave us a review on itunes I, i'm almost done shilling um what else do we have uh subscribe you know comment onto the youtube as well all that sort of good stuff and just before we get into the song very quick email from uh, jim who's a great fan of the show emails all the time shout out to jim and he's just saying uh, yes tom i've been a fan since 1984 but i've never seen cliffhamall but you've got me amped to see it now cliffhamall you know did an episode the most recent episode we uploaded actually in memory of uh, cliff's passing of course rest in peace cliff going through the incredible release that 87 release if you haven't watched it listen to my review first to give you a bit of an intro and then go out and check it out on youtube it's it's, it's fucking fantastic but um we're back with another episode we're back with another song and uh, ian how's it going man how's it going man you're going good yeah. thanks for having me on of, of course of course man and you know we, we, we've just met you know we've been emailing a bit back and forth but the best way to get to know someone i found um how did you get into metallica well, I got into the band. I was, I was still in school, um, so going back about 13, 14, around St. Anger time, actually. Mm. Um, a friend of mine had the Black Album on, and I was over in his house. He's playing the Black Album, and I remember wherever in my room was on, and I asked him who was that band, and he told me it was Metallica, and I didn't believe it at first, because I'd heard the name of the band before, and I wasn't into metal then, so I just thought Metallica were another yeah. noisy, shouty, non-musical band, you know, so when I heard the music involved, I couldn't believe my ears, so... I stuck to the Black Album for a few weeks, and then another friend of mine gave me Injustice for All on a cassette tape, mm. and I, I put it in, and of course, blackened first song, and 
yeah. as soon as I heard it, I, I was I was hooked. I don't I didn't actually hear the rest of the album for a couple of days because I just kept rewinding <laughs> black and over and over again. So since then, just been devoured everything they've released and and diehard ever since. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny it's funny you mentioned Say Anger because th- this song we're doing today, uh, Commando, which is one of the many B sides that they that they did for the Say Anger uh, single. Uh, yeah, one, of the, yeah. one of the one of the Ramon songs there. I mean, again, an- another good sort of intro question, just out of interest. You know, no judgment here. Where do you stand on say anger out of interest? I love it. I love it. I loved it since the day it came out. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I I know it's a bit of a cliche. I've seen a lot of people say it, but I connected with Saint Anger the lyrics especially because I had my own demons, you know. So there was a lot of it kind of spoke to me. But the music was, you know, it was just so aggressive and nasty. Yeah. But there were still hooks there for me. I know it's not yeah. as hooky as their other albums, but you know, when I see Saint Anger beaten up over the years, kind of I don't know what to think. I, I do agree with some people that say though you get a lot more out of Saint Anger when you see some kind of monster and then go back yeah. to the album. You yeah, know, it's it really adds a lot of um, perspective to it. But no, mm. I like the album. I like it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it as well. Sort of apropos of its context, I actually, you know, I, I quite like the song. So it sort of it feels like you have to say it with some shame. But I, I think there's, <laughs> you know, there's some great riffs. I like where they go with it. Okay, lyrically, there's a few missteps, but whatever. You know, it's not reload, which is you know, there's a divide, there's a civil war <laughs> in in Metallica fan bases that I'm sort sure of, I'm sort of stoking a little bit. But you know, it's interesting to see where you stick with this. Now we'll get to um, Commando, which is I do I do realize by the way, I know a lot of people will be thinking this as well because we're going through pretty much everything we're doing every cover they've done as well and i have missed out a a ramones cover already 53rd and third which i guess technically should have came after two by four but i kind of didn't really have that in mind so we are going to get to this but this is you know an interesting kind of cover here from Ramones, very unsay anger like in its sound i mean where do you stay as a ramones fan before we get into the song in general I wouldn't be a, a diehard Ramones fan simply for the fact that I haven't heard all their stuff, but yeah. I like what they, Ramones are one of those bands. I think if you like one song, you're going to like them all. You know, yeah. there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of uh, variations there, but I do like them. You know, they're, mm. they're fun. It's, it's a, uh, it's quite hard to write the amount of hit songs they wrote with just a few chords. You know, there's yeah. serious talent there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, I like them. I'm not too aware of them. I know, like, they, they, they maybe have the most popular band t-shirt ever. Oh, like, without like, a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has that shirt. Like, literally, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of battle rap as well. And I was watching this guy from Louisiana, his vlog, when I was making breakfast. He was rocking the shirt. I was like, it's just, it's just like, you know, it's transcontinental. It's incredible. Uh, that logo has become, it's become yeah. a fashion icon at this stage. That logo. It has, it has, yeah, and I know the band themselves are quite close. Like you mentioned, some kind of monster. They they are informed of. I think it's Dee Dee's death. Um, That's right, yeah, you know, yeah. Just um, as there's, as there, I actually watched that scene earlier on before I came on, and it's 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 creepy because they're sitting there deciding what song to use, and the news just filters through while they're talking about about Dee Dee, and uh, they're talking about Commando and Fifty Third and Third. Yeah. And it's 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 a very weird coincidence the the timing of the news, you know. Yeah, very spooky actually. You're right, and I remember because I mean the thing about Ramones is like you know there's such an influence uh, for so many reasons, and I think that like for some reason I'm just pulling this quote out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure Kirk did say this when he he said that he believed that Dee Dee invented downstrokes. Because obviously they have that incredibly percussive way, punk way of playing Ramones. And, you know, to a certain extent, James incorporated that, okay, in a much more flashier, sort of, you know, aggressive outwardly sense. But, you know, the band have a huge um, respect for Ramones in multiple ways, as I see in the documentary. You know, uh, you know, one of those bands, you know, they're just one of those bands that are just a huge influence for everyone. And 
we get to Commando, which I've got to be honest with you, before us doing this episode, I'd never heard this. I, I did, I'd never heard this song in general, and I'd never heard this performance of it. I'm a massive fan of this. This is such a fun song. It is. It's it's raw. It's it's unpolished. It's clearly just live off the floor. You can hear the band are enjoying it. Yep. It just sounds like four guys in a room jamming. That's exactly what it is. And I love when when Metallica release songs with that feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that kind of earthy, gritty. Like even the beginning when Lars counts in in German. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and true, like true the song. You can hear there are um like it's not perfect it's not polished there are little tiny yeah. lips here and there but that just makes it all the more appealing to me it just as i say it just sounds like a real band playing real mm. music mm-hmm. yeah and i guess i'm not sure i guess this was re- recorded around the sort of say anger sessions but it is a great antidote to that isn't it it's just kind of no nonsense i know it's punk but i guess for all intents and purposes rock and roll you know power cordy sort of just moving forward and there's certain things that i love like I, you know, James has an incredible voice and he has a great way of articulating things. I'll never get bored of hearing him say Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, he really twists those vowels sometimes. I like it a lot. But another thing, speaking of the voice, I don't. I, 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 I might be wrong. I stand to be corrected, but I don't think there's another Metallica song out there that has Lars and Kirk and Bob Rock all yes. singing. You know, yes. I mean that is that's pretty unique. Yeah, it is. It is because um, we should say for those who aren't aware, the sort of the chorus is setting out a rule book of you know the commandos which i guess are these sort of people who you know because i think i was reading i was trying to do a little bit of frantic research uh no say anger pun earlier (laughs) and um uh this is from uh an interview that dd did apparently in a book uh called the heebie-jeebies a A secret history of jewish punk is what it's called and this writer's talking about this song and how it sort of um you know it it was combines tongue-in-cheek fascism digs at nazis silliness and shouts to new york jews in one nice package namely the chorus which lists the rules for mercenaries and the rules, I should say, as, uh, as as the band sing. The first rule is the laws of Germany. The second rule is be nice to mommy. The third rule is don't talk to commies. The fourth rule is eat kosher salamis. Because when I when I heard this, there, uh, there was the, I, I'm not sure who's singing what, but there's certain lines where it's like that definitely is not James. Like yeah, I mean, I have a, I, I I did listen. I was trying to figure it out myself. The way I've got it, I've got the first laws of Germany sounds like Lars to me. Yeah. Uh, Eat kosher salami sound like Kirk. It sounds like something Kirk would say anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something Kirk would eat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't talk to commies. That's got to be James. That one is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well. So I just guess by see the, the second one. I you know I've heard Bob Rock talk in interviews a lot. The second one doesn't sound like him no. to me. But you watch there is some footage of the band playing it live on their website at um at the I can't remember the name of it. Do you remember there was a show after James came back and he was playing sitting down. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's a spot. Anyway, they're playing it in there, and that's the line Bob sings is "Be nice to mommy." It's a good. It's actually quite a good video to watch. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, the, but it, but it, yeah, it just it's awesome to hear this. And you are right; it's one of those rare moments where James steps away from the mic, and I can't. Is there any other Metallica song that James doesn't just sing exclusively? I don't know, man. Uh, maybe there's another. Maybe some of the covers I can't think off yeah. my head. Yeah. You know, or you never know. And load and reload. There are so much little hidden things going on. There could be. I don't know if there's any Jason voice in there and Larry. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, or, yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think of one. No, no, no. Me neither. And I mean, I mean, Jason, of course, backing vocals is missed. Yeah, you know, yeah. sorely in that in that department. But yeah, the song 
it's it's breezy you know it's a ramon song so it's over as soon as it begins i think it's like a minute 40 something like that you know it just doesn't really do much there's no solo it's the say anger era after all <laughs> but you know in a more sort of punky way and i don't know i just i just like the pulse to this song it's always moving forward it doesn't outstay its welcome and it's not you know it's not kind of going in that sort of punk direction where it's just talking about rebellion and anarchy in these abstract terms it's actually quite interesting you know written by dd it you know makes sense that he grew up in germany with a military father it's kind of building quite an interesting image isn't it throughout yeah i didn't know that about dd actually that's that's that actually adds a lot of um, a lot to the song though and that's how he grew up Yeah, and they just, you know, paint these images of where they're going from Hanoi to East Berlin. And it's it's weird. I mean, you know, it's just serendipity. But um, Ken Burns has just launched, uh, over on iPlayer at least, his Vietnam documentary that I've been waiting for for years. It's sort of 10-part epic. So I've just finished watching this and then going into this song as well. It's just kind of <laughs> especially, um, especially vivid. But, you know, uh, Gary Jink was interesting because it saw a lot of the band going for their new wave uh, British heavy metal influences. But it's nice to see them dig a bit further back here and go for something, get a little raw. Yeah, absolutely, and I can. I, I'm I'm not surprised that they picked the Ramones. I mean, as you said earlier, the the guitar playing, the downstroke, it is obviously an influence, and I can see other influences as well. I mean, you look, Metallica were known right from the start has been one of those bands with no BS about them. They just like normal guys on the stage, no makeup, none of the costumes, and the Ramones were like that. You know, they had their jeans, leather jackets, instruments, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could see, I, I could see a few influences. Uh, from the Ramones on Metallica. Yeah, yeah. And you, you get almost a sort of gang vocals when they're doing the rules as well. You get everyone singing at the mic as well. And I, yeah, I, I really, again, I want to just stress, I really enjoyed, you know, listening to this song. And I, it kind of makes me want to dig a bit more into the Ramones back catalogue as well. Apparently, uh, Metallica.com, which I constantly use, an incredible resource. Not only does it have the lyrics of the song, but it also, with any of the covers, it tells you where they came from. So this comes from their album, Leave Home, which I'm sure a lot of people are aware of from 1977. Again, you know, me and Ian have got to play a little ignorant uh, on Ramones for the most part here. But I, there must be some Ramones podcasts out there. They seem, oh, like, you know, they yeah. seem like one of those bands that will kind of be on that level. This song um, performed for, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a big hit. It's like into Sandman. So they performed it <laughs> five times. Um, it was first performed June 4th. Uh, it might be the concert you're talking about, actually, 2002, San Francisco. And then it was last performed June 6th, uh, 2006 in Germany, which, um, you know, of course, they've got to sort of pull it out of that sort of thing there. But it's you know, appropriate, yeah. yeah, very, very, very appropriate. But it's not it's not been uh, it's not been dusted out any further. But I mean, it is it is just a really good number, isn't it? A very fun kind of people might not be aware of this one, but I'd urge listeners to check it out, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. And who knows? I mean, the, the tour they're on, I don't know if you've been following the, I'm sure you have been following the set lists on the tour at the moment, but mm. they seem to be doing a different cover most nights. So we might see a commando pulled out sooner rather yeah. than I'd love to hear it, especially the form of the band they're on now. I would love to hear oh, it. Oh, man. So so are you are you seeing them on this European jaunt? Unfortunately not. They're not coming to Ireland. Oh. They haven't been. Oh, man, they haven't been to Ireland in nearly 10 years. We're all going mad. I know. And I can't afford to get abroad to see them. Yeah. And we were lucky, though. We were lucky from 2006 to 2009. They were here three times. So we got a bit spoiled uh, around Death Magnetic, you know, but since then, nothing. OK, so, I mean, how many, how many times have you seen them? I've seen them three times. Three t- and was that all in that span? Yeah, yeah. The first, the first time I ever saw them was incredible because it was the tour where they played the Puppets album from start to finish. I mean, for the first time seeing Metallica to see them do that, <laughs> it just doesn't get better. So, um, wh- where where did you see them? Um, was it in Dublin or? Yeah, all three in Dublin. There was uh, the first one was uh, in, a, in a stadium called the RDS, and then the the next two were in Marley Park. So three outdoor. I've not seen them indoors yet. I would love to see them indoors. 
because uh, outdoor gigs are good and they're big and epic, but indoor are better for me. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I mean, God bless setlist.fm.com because it has everything on it. I'm just looking first at the, the RDS. So this one, the, the St. Ango tour, wasn't it? That's, there They were twice on the RDS. Oh, okay. 2060 you're looking at. Oh, this is the 2004 one, but yeah. Uh, I wasn't okay. there, yeah. Okay, so they, they've been to Ireland a little bit. I know they haven't been for a while, but, you know, I'm just... Oh, yeah, thinking. like back before yeah. they stopped, they were coming quite regularly, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. So you saw them on the World Magnetic Tour, though. They were fucking on fire on that tour. And this set oh, list yeah. is ridiculous. Blackened into Creeping Death. Into Whiskey in the Jars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there that. was... Uh, they have to play whiskey every time they yeah, come. They, yeah, they yeah. wanted the three us all, and they didn't play whiskey, and the crowd weren't happy. So I remember James apologising next time. <laughs> we, we didn't play it last time, so here it is. That that's one of the things you know, similar to Ramones. Like the band give their dues to the great bands, and I'm personally a giant Finn Lizzy fan. So it's oh, like it, it's yeah. so good that like James, especially. I know that he adores Finn Lizzy. Yeah, absolutely. Hear James talk, and hear him talking about Phil, Phil yeah. Lennon especially, and lyric writing. It's 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 just great to hear that because that is a proper influence in lyric yeah. writing. If you're going to look at any man, look at Phil. Oh, Lennon. oh man, a, a poet, a genuine poet. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, just just crit, like I read, um, there was a biography that came out just recently. Um, what was it called? It's called like Cowboy About the Town or something like that. Um, but it's fantastic and it's kind of depressing actually because his later years, God, he was fucked up. Like he yeah. was in a he was in a terrible state, but I mean, yeah, he was a. a I mean, yeah, Phil, like a Finn Lizzy podcast. I think when I'm older, I think when I'm like fifty, I'll do like a Finn Lizzy podcast or something, just because like <laughs> the problem is they've got they've got like an incredibly rich golden era, like probably from like Jailbreak to Black Rose, like it's incredible. But then like before and after is like okay, and it's like you know, I guess my you know Metallica don't have the, but they did turn the pages. Well, they did two covers in the first five songs. Um, it was it was an interesting set list and that that tour as i remember i remember tracking the set list in that tour and as you say it was world magnetic so they were open in most nights but that was just your life into the end of the line and i was great i was looking forward to seeing that and then they came here and randomly blackened the starts instead yeah. and i couldn't believe my ears is my favorite song and i hadn't oh. heard it i hadn't seen it live at the previous gig so when when that intro started oh man what yeah. A feeling. yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackened is oh my god. It's it's. I think blackened. It gets you re- reaction. Even hearing someone just blackened, just that word. It's just like yeah. It's just like you know. I mean, I put the the that middle bridge riff is probably my favorite Metallica riff like ever. Like like the na na na. Like just that. There's a there's a you know pounce to it. There's a and just this this set list as well. I mean, I you know I love I love Death Magnetic as an album. Like I was thinking just today because. I'm do- obviously I'm always sort of researching a few songs ahead. So at the moment I was making my notes for Confusion um, from Hardwired, which like I'm not, I'm still not sold on it. Maybe when I do the episode in a few weeks I might love it. I, I think I, I couldn't help thinking like, oh, Death Magnetic's just a bit better than this. Like just kind of, I don't know how you, how do you feel? Do you prefer Death Magnetic or Hardwired? I'm I'm gonna say something here that might surprise you. I like Death Magnetic, but it's dead last in my album list from Metallica. Dead last. Dead last. I know. No, that's not to say I don't no, like it. Sure. I do honestly like everything they've done. But yeah, I, I do put it last. I even behind Reload. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what no, is there? And I don't know. To look, to be honest, um, my my main issues with Death Magnetic are uh, the production is is it yeah. really annoys me. But for me. It, it felt a little bit forced. It felt like they were trying too hard to be the 80s again. I know Hardwired is fast and at all, but it seems more natural. You know, mm. I think I think if they relaxed a bit around Death Magnetic, maybe didn't 
I mean, Lars has said it many times, they purposely made it uh, ridiculous. You know, they packed it full of riffs and all. Yeah. And maybe the structure suffered a little bit for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it did. It was one of the things that excited me most about Hardwired when James started mentioning in interviews that he and Lars were focusing on transitions and structures a lot more this time around because that was. I think that's what knocked Death Magnetic for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that, no, that's that's fair enough. And I just this set list as well. That again, stuck on this uh, Marley Park set list. So they're just going into Sad but True, into One, into All Nightmare Long. Just, I mean, just ridiculous. The, that's the thing about Metallica. It genuinely, they're so spoiled, aren't they? In terms of songs, they've got so many classics. <laughs> they really. I mean, how did, how do you make a set list every night from yeah. the you have to choose from? You know, and especially because there's. They want the six or seven that they have to play, so yeah. that reduces the choice even more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 completely. But um, seeing them soon, it's just over a month away for me um, in Birmingham. So first time seeing them, I'm, you know, I, I, I want to say as well, anyone listening, if anyone's going to that October 30th Birmingham show, let me know. Like, I remember Clint and Ethan from Metal at Your Podcast, they went whole hog. They, like, set up a table and, like, did an episode meeting fans. Like, you know, Alpha Talica isn't that big yet, but maybe we can we can meet up, you know, I can give you a sticker or something. Like, I, I'm going to enter the the lottery because you know you can sort of you can potentially meet them backstage and stuff like that and i would just go back and just tell lars about the podcast and be like please come on the show please please like i'll just you know just get rob on or something like it would be amazing but oh you never know man you don't ask you don't care yeah i mean you know i got i got fleming i got got fleming i I just heard that earlier that was great yeah i got ray burton so it's like you know i guess lars is you know there's not there's not too i'm hopefully getting raven on um, I mentioned that on the last episode. Who obviously Metallica tour? We're on the Killer Ball for One tour, um, which should be quite an interesting episode and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's not too much for us to really sound Commando just because it's you know it's a cover. It's quite brief. It, it's a very fun little ditty. Any any closing thoughts on the song? I think you, you covered it perfectly there. It's just it's it's just a fun little rocking song. Yeah, it's yeah. as simple as that. It's it's how it's. Uh, it sounds good. It sounds garagey, you mm. know. Uh, it, well, Metallica, when, whenever they touch a cover song, they always seem to. They're they're really they're probably the best cover band in the world. <laughs> you know, yeah, they exactly. they just have something about them that they can add an X factor to any song they touch. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's so true. And like, I, when you say best cover band in the world, when you think about it, you might be right. I think definitely best big band that cover songs. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in terms of that, like. Um, I, yeah, I, I love Pearl Jam. I'm a big Pearl Jam fan, but they sort of Pearl Jamify every song. They always sort of slow it down a little bit, and they just kind of rob it. Where I think Metallica kind of put a bit more blood into the song. Like you know, I think for instance, their cover of "Am I Evil" is is way better than the original. Like yeah. you know, I, I remember listening to the original, and it was so tepid to me in comparison. Like it really, you know, didn't really go that direction I wanted it to. And yeah, they, I mean, they've got some you know incredible covers in their wheelhouse uh, commando is no different maybe maybe they'll play it in birmingham on october 30th and i will be going crazy if they play that into carpe dm baby and it's like the ultimate you know reload revit i don't, I don't know whatever yeah, into fixer bad seed maybe i would like to see bad seed like, it'd be it'd be great if they just opened with ain't my bitch it's just like we're back in 97 you know what i mean it's a cunning stunt <laughs> shit like you know it's just like we don't give a fuck we ain't got this new record but that'll open with hardwired as they always do but um this has been uh, this has been great, man. I mean, is there any um, any projects, any any YouTube, anything you'd like to to promote here? Or yeah, well, I'd, uh, I'm in a band myself. We're mm. uh, we're trying to well, we've been going now for three four years, so we're really trying to push on. We're called Element X. Mm. Uh, 
Yeah, L- okay. Sorry, if, Element X is that? Element X, Element yeah, that's X. us. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants to check us out on Facebook, we're facebook.com forward slash Element X official. Um, there is some Metallica influence in there and the mm. riffs and all, so uh, maybe people will like it. Then we have some music on Spotify as well. The links are all on the Facebook page, so check it out. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and um, not Element X rocks, though. I've just found that on Facebook. Is that a different band? It could be us as well. We have two URLs. Okay, okay, yeah. maybe. But I mean, which you know, is it? The logo is a red X and a black background. Uh, it's not actually. The logo is like a female uh, as a lead no, singer. That's, so, that's... Yeah, that's probably probably not you guys. But our um... lead singer has a very long beard, so I don't think that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I will I will put all the links uh, to Element X. I'm, I'm excited to listen back myself actually. But all the links will be in the description and all that. But um, Ian, thank you so much for joining me, man. This has been great. Thanks, man. Enjoyed it. And uh, I should say, finally, just follow us, you know, at MetallicaPod, MetallicaPod at gmail.com, the Patreon, all that good stuff. We'll be back next week with yet more Metallica good stuff. But, um, yeah, thank you again. And finally, thank you again, man. Cheers, man.